0: Chef Boyardee is Poe's mentor (laughs) At that point, it was always going to be Leia. Could have been Baby Yoda.
1: (laughs) Wow, what a huge oversight. There's just a hole in the Death Star. Like, what the heck? You know, just like board that up or something, you know? Then jumped onto Wikipedia and was like, oh, there it is. I refused to get on the Wook. um, As Jared lovingly refers to it. You're listening to the Star Wars Archives, a Uteni.com Patreon-exclusive podcast, your regular deep dive down the rabbit hole of the Star Wars universe, discussion, analysis, Easter eggs, and obscure books you've never heard of. And now, here are your hosts. Jose and Trevor. Hello
0: there. You have tuned into episode 53 of the Star Wars Archives, the Utini Network podcast where we take a random Star Wars topic and explain the living Bantha Poodoo out of it. I am Jose, aka Jaxi, in the Utiniverse. And as always, my co host and also Sebulba's right hand man, <laughs> Mr. Trevor <laughs> right, Davey. right leg man? Right leg man. Right leg hand man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, so I'm Trev, and not only am I the keeper of a timeline pages of, over at Uteni.com, I'm wondering how many Weetabix Jose had for breakfast this morning. Because that was one <laughs> hell of an intro. <laughs> um, I've spent my entire life consuming Star Wars media, and I've read over 1,000 Star Wars books and comics. I'm not sure how much that fact is going to help me today. Um, time <laughs> to see where this episode's madness will take us, and what obscure Star Wars fact I'm going to... Re- remember 10 minutes after we finish recording and then kick myself that i didn't include <laughs> just like forgetting to mention the upcoming high republic short story collection from titan but i totally should have mentioned in the last episode mm. and then i could have reminded everyone that if you follow the amazon links on the book for profile pages at utini we get a lovely little kickback that helps us keep doing what we do
0: Oh, so are we Are we doing the whole sort of like show note thingies at, at fir- first now, and then we talk about the episodes? Should I be talking about, are we on that segment now? And are uh, we talking about merch and we, all we that? Could, yeah, that's the bit, that's oh, the okay. segment that you do right. at this point in the show. Yes. All right, so I'm going to flip it, and instead of going into the segment where I introduce a topic, I'm going to go into <laughs> the segment follow, because we started now talking <laughs> about getting people to talk, to give us money. So... Um, so we're in that segment. So, yeah, so thank you. To- <laughs> that, that segment always comes here. That segment no, always comes here, no, I, I always talk about, I say first what the episode is, and then I go into thanking people for subscribing to us through Patreon subscriptions. Okay, then, then tell I us what back. the episode is. Yes, all right. Well, people, <laughs> go to Patreon and, and support us, because that's why this show is possible. <laughs> and you know all the other stuff. Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, so today, let's, yeah, so no, that's that segment's ended. Um, so today's now the segment is a, what we're doing today. Um, well, it's it's time Trev to talk about your favorite topic outside of Star Wars. I'm
2: so excited. I'm I'm more
0: excited about this
2: than I was about sand.
0: Oh no! Okay, <laughs> Well, today. <laughs> We're we're talking about sports, guys. Uh, you know, we was it with Chris that uh, it, yeah, it was Chris where he talked about sports, and you went,
2: "That'll be a good idea."
0: <laughs> yeah, so so we're doing it. Um, we we're talking about Star Wars or sports in the Star Wars universe, and um, and apparently there's there's a lot of sports, and how well they are defined is uh, remains to be seen, and that's what we're going to be exploring today. So Trev. Before we really talk about we go into actual sports and Star Wars, what's what's your real life experience to sports that <laughs> you would do? So
2: I, I need to I need to peel back the curtain a bit yes, here into yes. Archives HQ. We had another interview lined up for this episode. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that interview is on the back burner. We're rescheduling. So me and Jose last night, so 24 hours ago, after I'd done all the research for the interview that isn't happening, we're like, what are we going to do? And Jose goes, remember when Chris said sports? Let's do sports. And I was telling this story to my wife. And she goes, but you know nothing about sports. And I'm like, yeah, but it's Star Wars sports. <laughs> Turns out I know nothing about Star Wars sports either. So there's no research. Let's, let's talk about soccer points
0: and sports. And, yes. Yeah, well, well do you, so you don't, you don't really watch any sports in real life. Following, I've, I've
2: started watching Formula One this year. Okay. Um, I'll watch rugby when it's Six Nations and World Cup. Mm-hmm. I don't care about football, mm-hmm. proper football, not whatever it is you guys do. Um,
0: <laughs> so yeah, that's about it. That's did you do any track or anything like that when you were a kid or younger? Oh, or I, no?
2: I was all over that. I was, um, I was the record holder for 100 meter sprint in my year. Oh, where are you? Um, yeah, because I was used to getting chased. um (laughs) i played on cricket teams just because they didn't have the numbers Uh played on rugby teams because again i could run really fast uh you know last to be picked for football teams because i'm crap at football (laughs) i was in the chess club does that count
0: yeah sure (laughs) (laughs) it's a that's about it okay well i mean that's that's not too bad i mean it's uh yeah, I mean, when you were saying that you don't you don't follow any sports. I wasn't. I didn't know what to expect in terms of your relationship to sports before that. But that's there's a, a whole bunch in there. Um, yeah, and then, then I left school and didn't <laughs> need to do sports anymore. Let's see. So for me, I did when I was a kid. Um, I did play baseball for a bit. Um, I played basketball pretty much my entire childhood, and I was pretty good at it. Um, well, yeah, that's because
2: you're tall. That's because you're really tall.
0: I mean. Not tall enough to be in the NBA, but I was, I'm I'm taller than average height. Yes. Uh, (laughs) But I was actually really good at, I was a good um, shooter because my dad always knew, like, if you ever want to go professional, you will not be tall enough to be (laughs) like a tall like basketball player. You might be just like a point guard or something. So he would always train me to be like, yeah, good at like. um, I don't know what a point guard is. Just the shorter people in basketball, professional <laughs> basketball. He trained, even though I was one of the tallest amongst all the other kids that I was playing with, he was training once, once me Once puberty hit,
2: you weren't going to get there.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm just a uh, six foot one, so that's not tall enough to oh. be professional. Um, but I played that. I did play volleyball for a little bit, played baseball for a little bit. Um and once I got my license to drive and I was able to go out to the bars and stuff, then that's when my basketball career ended. Because <laughs> I was like, this is it.
2: Yeah, but okay. There's a lot to unpack there. Yeah. So once you were able to drive, yeah. you started drinking.
0: Yes. Because I could no. go out.
2: Not if you're driving.
0: Well, not at the same time, but I mean, yes, at the same time. Because <laughs> I was a teenager, and that's what's stupid. <laughs> when you, you make stupid mistakes when you're a teenager, you shouldn't do it.
2: Star Wars and... Archives does not advocate any of <laughs> behavior at any point uh, in his yeah. life.
0: <laughs> no, but I, no, I, I was legit good. I was like in multiple teams at the same time. Like I traveled outside of Puerto Rico to uh, to different like states and countries as, oh, wow. Puerto, as a Puerto Rico team or part of the Puerto Rico team. So, oh yeah, really? I was. I was yeah. well, hold on. So you played, is this basketball now? Basketball, or, yeah.
2: So you played for the national squad. Is that what you're telling me? Uh, Yeah.
0: Wow. Dude, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah I did was, not know that. Yeah, so pretty good. I mean, you know, but, it's like, I, you know, for I wasn't like, again, this is when I was like uh, maybe between 10 and 15 or whatever, but.
2: And um, I imagine, you know, in, in the grand scale of things, you know, the Puerto Rico national squad is still probably quite far down in the well saying about how many countries actually play basketball? A baseball. Lot of countries. Basketball. Oh yeah basketball,
0: basketball. Yes, a lot confused. of countries play basketball. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm
2: thinking about baseball again for a second and there's not yeah. many countries that play baseball. Yeah. Yeah. So no, but, but... but we're still probably not that high of a, you know, global rankings of teams. Just because Yeah, I mean it was
0: it's not stable. global. I mean it was it was with other uh, one of the one of the competitions or tournaments was with other uh states. Um uh, u.s states and then another one was with like within like latin america two of them were within latin american countries so I yeah, played yeah. In, i played in cuba and i played in costa rica um as part of the yeah the, the puerto rico team so
2: did you win your games matches whatever yeah, they're called of
0: course good yeah, no, that was that was I was fine. That's, but anyway, I mean, interesting yeah. fact. Then, then yeah. So then I I think I just I burnt out really. So and when I was able to then go out and hang out with friends, and I'm like I'm I'm done with sports pretty much. Then I would say the next quote unquote sport that I I sort of played was in college when my my best friend and I would go bowling every week because we could. I, get I do a, like a, a bit yeah. of bowling. I could get a pitcher of beer and we would just like hang out and bowl and drink beer. And yeah. y- y- I mean it's pretty much a, a requisite, a prerequisite to bowl, right? You have to have some beer. <laughs> So um so that's pretty much the only other sport I've done since then. <laughs> so so bowling. Oh man, we should have done that when I was over
2: in Yeah. Shanghai. We should have I love bowling.
0: bowling. I love bowling.
2: So okay. so well, anyway, well, so if, that's If you come to London, we'll go we'll go bowling.
0: Okay. We'll we'll do that at some point. Um, so yeah, so that's my personal relationship to sports. I don't watch a lot of it. I you know I don't mind watching it if it's on, but I don't follow anything that closely. Um, and I mean I have my sports teams just because I if I have to be with friends that watch it, then I can say oh, this is my favorite team. But that's about <laughs> it. <laughs> um, so but yeah, but we're not talking about real life sports. We're not talking about earth sports. We're talking about Star Wars sports, Trev. Yes, and and let me tell you, I mean, I so the plan for today, I mean, and I, I kind of we did workshop workshop this a little bit before, but so it's not completely random. So Trev does know that what we're doing today is that I'm going to be mentioning a few sports that I found and Yeah, Jose, Jose
2: has gone looking for sports. Yeah. So I did the I've research. Got a couple of sports that I can pull out the top of my head. Yeah, um, and then we just going to see how it goes but before we start talking about specific yeah. sports yes like sports has never been at the forefront of any real star wars storytelling no so it's not like you can find there's a legends paperback that depicts some guys <laughs> rise through the ranks there's no like karate kid or mighty ducks equivalent in star wars but there should be i, I want to see a star wars sports story
0: now i yeah i mean the, the real what I have found through my research of my, over the yeah. last 24 hours is that there's a lot, there's definitely a lot of sports mentioned. And so a lot of authors and a lot of people have like, you know, have mentioned some sort of sport the, but the thing is they don't really go into what the sport is <laughs> or, or how it's played. Um, so that was an interesting bit. So what I want to do, Trev, is that I will mention some of these this sports. <laughs> and we'll see if you can guess where it's from. We can the answer is and- going to be no. And I'm, I'm, <laughs>
2: Just for you listeners at home, I'm staying out of the show notes for this. Yes.
0: So you'll you'll try to guess. And if you can't guess it, then you know I'll say where it's from. And then you can okay. we can talk about what that book or source is, and and then if there is no description of how the sport is played, <laughs> we can speculate about what this is. Okay. okay. Does that sound like a that, fair? that sounds fun. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, um. All right. So, sp- sp- first sport, Trev. Yes. We got anti-graph ball. <laughs> Anti-gravball. <laughs> Anti-grav
2: now, we know about gravball. All right, tell
0: me about gravball. That,
2: so, gravball is the conversation, the sport that Chris brought up in our History and Politics mm-hmm, of Star Wars mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. So, that was from, uh, started in Rogue Squadron. It got mentioned tons in Legends, just, you know, people mm-hmm. either played it or they had favorite teams. It's essentially a mix of, I don't know, volleyball with jet boots kind of thing uh-huh but it's also been in canon in okay the massively underrated series that i always rave about by jason fry the servants of the empire junior readers that tied into rebels yeah so uh xer leonis you know the guy that ezra mm. makes friends with he plays grabball he's in the imperial academy's team okay okay so that's an under underlying um, storyline throughout those four books as well but anti-grav ball? Mm-hmm. I have no idea what that is. Is that just not ball? <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's, so, that's just ball. So here, here we go. So anti-grav ball, Trev. This was mentioned in Lords of the Expanse. Oh wow! From okay. Ju- July nineteen ninety-seven. Do you know? So 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 Lords I'm, of the Expanse yeah. is
2: a West End Games uh, role-playing game, uh, like adventure module. That's quite a big thing. There was like three or four installments but it was all about real political intrigue in like the mm-hmm. tapani system which stood in almost stood in for alderaan it's like what alderaan could have been with the various houses and stuff if it hadn't been blown up yeah um so quite different from your normal role-playing game adventure modules much more i don't know if it's sophisticated but like i said about political intrigue yeah. and stuff yeah so, and so apparently yeah. we don't have gravity. <laughs>
0: well, like you mentioned that, or anti gravity. So this is uh, this is a sport uh, regularly staged at the Tepani Arts and Sports Complex in the planet uh, Vice Vice not uh, know. something like that. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, so that's all. That's all it says. It's so. Okay. It's, uh, it No description. So it's a
2: sport that's mentioned and not described in any way, shape, or form.
0: It's well, they do say that it's so it's staged at this complex along with other sports that seem to be more along the lines of like track and field sports. So it's just a stadium, then. It's a stadium, and one of them is anti-graphball. So if graphball is some sort of like volleyball type of situation, then is anti-graphball then more like Soccer I mean, you've, slash you've, football? <laughs> like, you've got, you've to... got to
2: assume that the grav stands for gravity. Gravity, yeah, of but course. But the interesting difference between the legend's representation of grav ball mm-hmm. and Jason's Fry's canon representation, like if you go to the Wookie page on uh-huh. grav ball, uh-huh. there's like a little weird hand-drawn pencil diagram yes. of like a grav ball pitch. Yes. And Jason made a deliberate... Um, choice to remove the jet boots from the equation to make it seem less spacey Mm -hmm. at which point it just becomes ball again so (laughs) it's just some sort of handball slash volleyball but with the jet boots it becomes a bit more brutal (laughs) but anti-grav what like are they wearing like lead boots so they can't jump
0: so well in (laughs) in grapple is is there gravity within the field
2: well, yeah, I assume so. They've got they've got their jet boots, so they can yeah you know fly around, which is where the grav comes so, into. It. I don't know.
0: Anti-grav ball means there's no gravity,
2: so they are just weightless. It's,
0: it's, yes, well, so, maybe
2: okay, but that's not anti-grav. That's lack of grav. what's the opposite what's, of grav? No, it's just the lack of grav. Anti-grav. So what's the opposite of gravity?
0: <laughs> no gravity. Wait, wait.
2: No, that's 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 like. Uh, again, it's, it's a lack of. It's not the opposite of.
0: Yeah, because like, so lead lead boots would be lots of grav. Yes, yeah, yeah, that is true. <laughs> so, anyways, I don't know what <laughs> what anti-grav is. No. no one knows what anti-grav is, but that's um... that's, that's also going to be quite hard to do in a
2: stadium, especially <laughs> if it's an open air stadium
0: i that's what like i'm, I'm picturing like uh must the, have like
2: force fields around the around yeah, the page.
0: but like there's uh so i think this was in, in a final fantasy game it was uh, final fantasy uh with titus that yes was final fantasy 10 oh my I'm game thinking, was so
2: good so what i oh what was it called head, blizz blizzard
0: yeah, something yeah. like that. I'm picturing something like that, where it's just sort of like yes. you're in some sort of like sphere. Because that also, yeah. when I when I played that, it reminded me of um, with Palpatine and Anakin watching the <laughs> opera in that sphere. So
2: They were never at the opera. They were watching sports, baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I'm just thinking like they have the technology to contain some sort of like spherical yeah. like stadium. And that's where I'm thinking that an anti-graph ball or something lacking gravity could be played where it's you know it's kinda of like aquatic in some sort of like sense because you're floating through the air without gravity. So that's yeah. more or less what I had in mind when I read Anti Graph Ball.
2: <laughs> okay, so we so we've nailed so Final <laughs> Final fantasy it. Oh Final and Fantasy time, ball. Yep blitz yep. ball.
0: Blitzball. <laughs> Alright. Next sport, Trev. Yes. We got Boga Mech. <laughs> Say what now? Boga Minok, which okay. sounds like something out of Star Trek, to be honest. Well, it it sounds like one of the
2: titles of those Galaxy's X tracks that I was playing mm-hmm. on the fiftieth fiftieth well, episode.
0: You're gonna you're gonna love this. So this is so this is mentioned in Specter of the Past. Okay, you know the, what that the is. Thrawn book by Timothy mm-hmm. Zahn. Yes. Mm-hmm. So this is from November of 1997. So. Lords of the Expanse is July 1997. This is released a few months later in the same year. I guarantee okay. you that there was no
2: um, working it. together. They they really didn't compare notes on oh, board games.
0: <laughs> yes, because Boga Minok is a sport played in anti-gravity <laughs> as well. <laughs> oh, God. And we and couldn't this... just go. Yeah, we'd give him out a name already. Exactly. So, so this is this was popular at the height of the New Republic. Uh, it's okay. called Minok, and it's also played without gravity. Or this is this says yeah in an anti gravity. So two anti gravity sports that completely were mentioned unrelated. the same year, completely unrelated, <laughs> and, this is where and what it is we don't know. <laughs> Uh, so that's all it gives us is that it's, it's all that's all we antigrand. know about anti okay. b- about boga Minok. do we know who followed it i uh, know no it's do, just do like, we know who brought this up i i mean i i haven't read specter of the past i just know that it was mentioned there i don't know who brought it up i don't know why it was mentioned um so if See, anyone... fellow
2: listeners i just need you to appreciate that the difference here between doing research research on wikipedia and what I normally bring to the table, where I sit yeah. down and read all these books. Yeah.
0: No, so, you know, so for <laughs> the next episode, Trev, I expect you to reread Spectre of the Past so we can find... Um... I, I we'll flick through it. I will find this. <laughs> I, I will find out exactly in what context. Boga Minok. Boga, Boga Minok. Yeah, so Boga is B-O-G-A, B-O-G-A and Minok, M-I-N-A-W-K.
2: I'd love it if it turns out that Luke's actually a really big... Boga Minox <laughs> sports fan and has his favorite team and his own fantasy draft and everything.
0: That's fantastic. Yeah. All right. Next sport, Trev. Next sport. This, this one, this one's, this one's fun. Okay. Okay. This one is called chin Brett. Have you heard of chin Brett? Uh, There's a part of me that feels like I should have. Hmm. So this is actually mentioned in a number of places. And, okay okay so this is both canon and legends so this has been okay canonized. so chin brett spelled like chin so c-h-i-n dash b-r-e-t chin brett this was mentioned in servants of the empire oh uh, okay so literally the books i was just talking about mm-hmm. so this is a young reader book by jason fright from yep. 2014 and then um Legends-wise, it was mentioned in Cestus Deception. Yes, by, 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 by.
2: Oh, I can't remember because I don't particularly like that book. But anyway.
0: (laughs) 2004 by Stephen Barnes. Oh, there we go. And also... I can tell you, but there's a short story called The Hive that happens between chapters 27 and 28. And it's also mentioned in The Hive. Oh, there we go. Okay. <laughs> so, this Fortress. So, Chinbret. So, we actually have a, a description of how this is played a little bit. Is it? So, is it a card game? It is not a card game. Okay. What, What? It... like, would the, based on the name, what else can, like, let's, I want to see what you think it could be. Well, I mean, there's
2: a lot of sport to choose from. Is it, a, you know, is it a ball game? Because the others have been ball
0: games. It's, it's, Yes. It seems like it would be, is it based an, on what I know. Is it an anti-double-grab-lack-of-grab <laughs> No, they, it, <laughs> this one seems to be played with normal gravity settings. Okay, on, on a pitch or in the air? It seems like they have a field. Okay, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so let me, let me describe to you, Jim Brett, and, um, and you might pick up on why I chose this sport. Okay. okay, so Chimbre is so this is normally played on the weekends. So that's apparently that's an important fact. You cannot yep. play this during a weekday. Just it's a weekend game. I normally. mean, most big football fixtures happen on <laughs> weekends. right? So this is played on a wide playing field, okay. covered. Covered this field, okay, is covered by a thick layer of sand. <laughs> <laughs> so it's volleyball, <laughs> um, and it's well. I, I don't know. I don't think it's not. not, not I think it's closer to... Do you have lacrosse over there? I'm, I'm aware of lacrosse. So course. I think it's closer to lacrosse because what you do here... So you have the um and they leap. Oh, this to, is a game for rich people, isn't it? <laughs> so chinbreteers <laughs> just leap to reach the opponent's goal. Uh, at the start of the gameplay, one side served to their opponent, carrying pikers to return the serve. The object of Chimbret was to score past the goalie, who was designated by a cerulean vest, as many times as possible while keeping the other team from scoring. Couldn't the make go- say blue. <laughs> this is cerulean, okay? <laughs> it's blue. <laughs> and the goalies will carry torch like devices that stayed lit until the other team scored what? a goal. That's how they, feel- they, ca- they carry them. Yes, well that's carry, oh, a carry a torch like device, and that's why I'm thinking that it's kinda like um kinda like uh um lacrosse. Which, you know, they use lacrosse sticks in, in the prequels, then that you see it in the background of like Anakin's um house. I think that's where you see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm, so, I'm just still trying to figure out how someone is supposed to save
0: a shot. Yeah, you throw you throw when, the ball while with your, holding with a your torch. piker. Oh, oh, that's you so throw it. the ball with the piker, and then with your, the torch. I'm, I'm device, thinking like
2: burning to, torch, you know. Like, <laughs> it's a torch-like device. Pitchforks. I
0: think. Well, it's it's it stays. Lit. I mean, it does say it stays lit, and it's torch-like. So yes. somehow you're supposed. To, maybe you. I don't know. But it's
2: very peculiar.
0: There's some rules to it, at least. With yes, chin-bread. this is
2: more than we've got so far.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, Although I will not...
2: I will say the Grav Ball in Servants of the Empire is very well defined. Yeah. To the point that as much as I love those books, I got bored during those segments because of the
0: talking sports. <laughs> well, that is why I'm not here to talk about Grav Ball. I talked about Anti-Grav Ball. <laughs> and so... Chin Brett. And Chin Brett. All right. Next one, Trev. This one, I like the name. Okay. It's called Goose Ball. Is that... Goof
2: with a TH or goof with an F? With a TH. Oh, okay. That's better than just goofball.
0: No, gooth.
2: But so that's like a, tooth that's with a with a right? G. But that's a goofball's a thing. A goofball is a word. Also,
0: yeah, that's a that's a thing in, yeah. in, in on Earth. So, so someone uh, was not being very subtle here. <laughs> <laughs> so what what do you think about Goofball? How, what where do you think this was uh, this was talked about? Oh, no idea. <laughs> Could, couldn't even hazard a guess. Could you imagine how it's played? And I'll tell you what is available, you know, what we know about it. I can tell you it involves
2: a ball. <laughs> okay. Am I, am I close so far?
0: I assume so. There's not a lot of information. That's why I was asking if you know. <laughs> Okay, then, no. It has so, a
2: ball, and we have no rules. I'm going with that guess.
0: All right, so check it out. So, Goothball. This was mentioned in Galaxy Guide number seven. Must, of Ice course,
2: Lee. those West End games. Galaxy mm-hmm. guides are always just incredible source of information. Mm-hmm. So this, in this fact, was... that was one. Uh, so in my timeline work, that one's always been a bit tricky to pin down because all of these things start with Nahl, who's like the New Republic historian in Legends, telling the story of the events of the movies. Oh. And he goes on like his own little quest to follow in Luke's footsteps. Yeah. During the movie, he meets up with Cammie, who, you know, was Luke's wannabe ex-girlfriend, but not quite. Yes, I remember. meets the Jawas and the sand People. So yeah, I, I don't know where sports come into it though.
0: Well, goofball, obviously. Or goofball. <laughs> so yeah, so um, he's a Martin Wickstead is uh is the person who wrote it uh 1993. All that we know about Guthball is that it is played on a court. Okay. In the Dim U Monastery in Mos Eisley. I
2: never knew there was a monastery
0: in Mos Eisley. Yeah, I didn't know either, but apparently there is a okay. monastery in Mos Eisley called Dim, D-I-M, dash U.
2: Now imagine all these, so you said it's on a court rather in than a, a pitch. Yeah, on a court. So now I'm imagining like squash. Mm. Some really really angry monks slamming balls against a wall. Yeah, all like,
0: but I think like beefed the goof, up and sweaty. The Gooth itself, I imagine it to be so not like hard like a or bouncy like a ball. I feel like a, a Gooth is a little more like slimy, so it's like it's <laughs> okay, it's, it's, it's squishy. So maybe it's alive. Maybe it's alive. Yeah, maybe it's <laughs> got maybe it's got like little tentacles, and you're and you're slapping this like little. Goose like ball. a mini mm Mhm. Mhm. Yeah.
2: Like. And that's why like, you have to hit it because it will eat
0: you. Yes. Yes. So <laughs> you, it's. But it's it's like tiny though. It can eat you, but it's like tiny. It's like palm sized, and it will attack you. So you have to like hit it hard. So it's like a handball or a squash. With Fight like, to the death. Yes. Yes. That's ex- you know. And this, by this, by peaceful this monks. monks <laughs> These monks exactly. <laughs> they all they all worship the gooth <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so that's gooth ball uh, okay. okay
2: i want to i want to talk about a ball game go so i brought grav ball to the table mm-hmm. i also want to talk about hut ball Hot ball okay so hut ball was a thing in the old republic mmor rpg xyz video game mm-hmm. um Hutball was introduced with the rise of a Hut Cartel expansion after the events of the main game storyline. But the w- reason this stuck in my head uh-huh. is because on the Old Republic site, they've released loads of short stories and stuff. They do an interview, like a big two part, I think there's three parts actually. It's one, the third part, a couple of years after the first part, with like the big Hutball star of a moment called Baron Deathmark. Now, okay. What a name! Yeah, I've never played the game, so I don't uh, know how hutball works. If I had played the game, I might even have skipped the sports section. But <laughs> I imagine it's a game of ball watched by huts. But if you want to find out more about hutball, you can go online to the Old Republic website and read these interviews with Baron Deathmark.
0: Yeah, no, that sounds so. Let's let's put a link on that. Like in the... of all the
2: people you'd want watching your sport sporting prowess. Huts would not be one of them. Because they'd well, just get you killed if you lost.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's so much like gambling and betting in the back or something with it. And it, yeah, whoever loses, you, you, I mean, you lose your life if you lose at a game yeah, of hutball. Yeah. I mean, that is some incentive
2: to mm-hmm. do well.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. All right. Okay, back, back to Hup your ball. research. Okay. Mr. Davey, have you heard of Nunaball? No, I think I have actually heard mm-hmm. of this one, but okay, I couldn't tell you me. from where. All right, so Nuna I've, Ball is actually.
2: I've read a lot of things. I couldn't. Yeah. I like, <laughs> can't always just pick them out.
0: Nuna Ball is another one of the more well-defined sports in Star Wars. Okay. Yeah, this has been. This was in Legends and also canonized. So okay, it's been mentioned in a number of uh, canon stories, like. Um, it's been on Star Wars Insider. It's It was in the official Star Wars fact file number 44. Coruscant and the Core Worlds. Essential okay. Guide to Droids. So it's been mentioned a couple times. So reference books rather than stories. Right. And, oh, episode two, Attack of the Clones. It showed up uh, Nuna Ball there, apparently. Okay, wait, 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 wait. So,
2: you know when they chase uh, Sam Wessel down to the nightclub? Uh-huh. To the Outlander nightclub. And you've got those... Yeah three screens up there yeah you've got the one which is like the droids with the wheels yeah who are chasing a ball it's got to be that one because the other two one's some sort of racing animals racing but the other one shows pod racing right and it's not just specially designed vfx for that scene yeah it's racer revenge from playstation 2 <laughs>
0: superimposed into the cgi for that scene wow well so you are cr- so yeah so sorry the, all the sources that i mentioned those were all the legends in in canon it is in the attack of the clones it is what you're talking about but okay also mentioned in high republic tempest runner oh really so, so this so nuna has existed since back then in the high republic and what we know of Nuna Ball in legends is that yes, it is a sport only played by droids because
2: it's the same droid that is dragging Anakin and Padme's rickshaw oh, when they go back to Tatooine. It's yes. that same model.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, so a Nuna, I guess it's some sort of like animal, right? A creature. So okay. when the no- when, so I guess you have to, you have to anger the Nuna. <laughs> because when when a Nuna is angered, it, yes. it, it it inflates itself to look bigger. So like, like a pufferfish. Yes. So once it's like inflated, the droid has to carry the Nuna in this state to towards the op- opponent's goal.
2: Does it have to be angry or like mildly well, it irritated?
0: To, it has to be oh, it just says it has to when it's uh when So angered. like once you've got it
2: angry and the droid's when, holding this fully yeah. inflated Like, how angry do you need to keep it to keep it fully inflated? (laughs) Can you just be like, can you just be walking along going, you don't smell very good?
0: (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) I I really don't like what you're wearing. Or do you have to be really offensive to it? How how
0: do you keep it angry? I mean, I don't know. But I mean, I would imagine that if it's being tossed around, I I can't imagine this Nuna being very happy about it.
2: And surely where does this stand on, you know, droids programming and being, you know... (laughs) Causing harm to... To... Biological organic life.
0: Well... There's
2: there's a lot to take away with this.
0: You know, this was... The the fact that this was only played by Droids Displeases... Or displeased the biological athletes union. So there's that fact. Um, And... But this is... The best part of this sport... um, Trev... Yes. Is that... When a game is won... The announcer... Would shout, Nuna. Okay, that's how, and that's how you know the game is over. How How did it go again?
2: <laughs> no, no, no. You get it once, you can you can play it again.
0: But I'm not gonna keep annoying my neighbors by screaming Nuna again. But so Nuna, the, the last fact I'll tell you about Nuna Ball is that isn't it isn't um, all about seeing a noisy rodent punted sixty meters. Internal whoa, research.
2: Whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa!
0: I'm I'm calling
2: shenanigans here. So a punt is a kick. Yeah. These droids have wheels.
0: Yeah. How do they punt? Well, there's wheel wheel guys and there's other there's other droids with with legs and this little. Oh, okay. You only comic. see wheel
2: guys on the screen mm-hmm. in uh, mm-hmm. Outlander. Yeah. So oh, well, maybe you have like fielders <laughs> and defenders and. Yeah, I think the strikers. image that i
0: found of them, there's like a it's like a comic book drawing. So it's also I guess you know it's shown up in in comics, but um, yeah. So internal research tells us that seeing droids get their heads. Ripped off is equally popular. Combine that with the glamour of a droid show, of models, and oversized snacks, and you've got a family outing that's hard to beat. That's... I mean, I want to go. <laughs> so I want to go and get some, get some hot dogs off. see There's... some droids. Rhoda's being kicked. See droid punting pufferfish. <laughs> like this is uh, <laughs> this is this is what Nuna Ball is. It's a whole. Like, <laughs> So, so that's that's Nuna ball. So yes, it it was in the it's it's in the Skywalker saga and it's been mentioned in legends and also I mean, obviously because it was in the movies it's canon. So Nuna, Nuna. <laughs> I think that's my favorite so far. Oh yeah? Well, what about this one? This is called over, nerf over. nerf throwing. Now, nerfs are like cows, right? Uh-huh. They're like Yeah, they're like uh like if this, if a Star Wars cow or something, yeah.
2: Yeah, how the hell do you
0: throw one of them? Well, I mean, it's if you're very strong. I mean, you have all sorts of creatures, so. Okay. Is that like our version of cow tipping? <laughs> but you're not tipping this; and you're throwing it.
2: Yeah, but. So, do you never used to do that when you were a kid? I, I mean, it depends I, where in the no, country you grew up. But, you
0: I, I grew up more in like a city slash suburb. Because so.
2: cows sleep standing up and you can yes. push them over.
0: Yeah, no, I, 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 I mean, understand Ryan, the concept. They run very, done very, very fast. <laughs> yes,
2: I've, I'm afraid I have done cow tipping as an irresponsible <laughs> teenager. Well, um, but have, have you ever be thrown be, them? I've, no, I've never thrown a cow. <laughs> no, I can honestly say I've never thrown a cow.
0: Well, so nerf throwing, my friend. This was mentioned in Star Wars Bounty Hunter from 2002. The video game? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. And this is a sport... Now, in- Django Fett probably could throw a nerf. <laughs> well, so this is a sport involving throwing nerfs for distance <laughs> and accuracy. <laughs> so like a, a shot put, but with a cow. Yeah. <laughs> you just hold a, hold, hold a, a nerf <laughs> Chuck
2: it. Do you, do you hold it by its tail? I don't know. Just like spin it round and round
0: him and let it go? But I don't know what, what's... I mean, the fact that it's a video game, I'm like, this had... Like, if they didn't do this, because I didn't play this game, but why wasn't this a mini game? Yeah, I definitely <laughs> don't remember ever throwing a nerf in my like, game. What it, like, so, you're throwing a nerf. Um, yeah, for, this is an accuracy. Uh, this is an... In, the intergalactic champion of this sport, uh, Trev, is Jabrag Thung. Um, Okay. And he was wanted by the Galactic Humane Society for mortally injuring several nerves. (laughs) And so there's a bounty. Yeah. I might get if he was a champion, it was more than several.
2: (laughs) But then also, if this is a recognized sport, (laughs) surely it's legal, in which case the intergalactic nerve protectors or whoever you said have no legal grounds to place a bounty on him. Well, I mean, are bounties necessarily all legal? There's a bounty hunter's guild. Mm. Got to do it by the book.
0: Well, this guy is... You're totally dead. allowed
2: to pay to kill someone as long as it's
0: yeah. by the book. Okay. Because, yeah, this guy was wanted dead or alive for killing several nerfs by throwing them.
2: So he must have been one of the bounties in the game. Because he yeah. used to be able to scan every single person yeah. within the yeah. game, see if he had a bounty on him i don't think i ever actually finished <laughs> i found it i found it really really hard yeah. i know some people swear by it. like i know Corey loves that game really but it came kind of right at the end of like generational switch between playstation 2 and 3 when by the time it came out the game mechanics were already a little bit dated ah and yeah I, and i've tried playing it again on a ps4 and yeah i just can't get mm. to grips with it it's not a comfortable game to play for me but okay. you know, maybe that's why I never found out about nerf throwing. Yeah, but now, you not, now, I, I, thanks to, thanks to the Star Wars archives, yes. now you know about yes. nerf throwing. And that this is something <laughs> that happens.
0: Not only can you be a nerf herder, you can now also be a nerf thrower. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't imagine that, nerf herders
2: generally go into that line of work because they probably grow <laughs> a bit too close to their nerfs. Probably, probably. know, they yeah. don't really want to be throwing them. No. I mean, no. for all we know, it might be throwing in a completely safe environment.
0: I assume it if might, you can be... It might be anti-grav nerf throwing. Them. <laughs> the, no, yeah. No. Who knows? Oh,
2: yeah, well,
0: yeah. All right. You want the next okay. one, Trev? Yeah, sure. <laughs> all right. You're going to like this one, too. This okay. is called... Sand surfing. <laughs> <laughs> now, is that an actual sport? Yeah, this was uh, this was mentioned on the pit from uh. Wait, Galaxy. no, right. You remember okay. this? That's that's.
2: It's for Return of the Jedi one. Mm-hmm. It's about five or six years before Star. Wars. I literally read this about two weeks. ago. Oh, fantastic! Oh, I. I can't remember what it is but I know it exists it's in the timeline project that I'm working on I've had to source it and write down what page number it was and everything so yes I definitely know about the story Mm -hmm. the pit I just can't necessarily remember what it was about
0: yeah well sand surfing it involves standing on two repulsor discs and being pulled by a skiff (sighs) oh that sounds dangerous and uh, yeah this was a sport created by Lay's fixer, Lone, Os- Lone Osner, something like that. Okay. And he invented it after consistently losing at other sports. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's our kind of guy. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> I invented a new sport, that I happen to yeah. be really good at.
0: Yeah, and really dangerous sounding. <laughs> like, what's
2: the film I'm thinking of where the guy's doing the splits between the two pieces of wood? Is it Hot Shots? with um, uh,
0: Charlie well, Sheen? I- he he is parodying um, yeah. uh, um, Jean-Claude Van Damme. The... Yes, exactly.
2: But now I'm imagining like two repulsor discs at yeah. high speed. Yeah. If you get that wrong, your legs yeah. are going sideways.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah,
2: And then the rest of you is going to fall because you're not on the repulsor lifts. Yeah. That <laughs> could be really, really,
0: really painful. Yeah. Well, all right, I have one more sport that I want to bring up. And then I have a few sporting events that I wanna go through. Okay? Okay. So this last sport and I chose it because it's called wicket ball. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> please
2: please please don't let this involve any harm to Ewoks.
0: <laughs> I mean I chose it because I know I, I know your connection to Ewoks and the uh, Ewoks cartoons and everything, so I know that, that that is very near and dear to your heart. So I'm sure it's, it just word. It's, just,
2: it's just a word. It's just a casual, you know, it's it's mistaken identity.
0: Well, yes, it's, that is correct, because this is wicked with only one T. Um, and this is actually one of the newer canonized sports. This was mentioned in the High Republic, a test of courage. This oh, okay. is a sport practiced on Coruscant. And even Staros considered it one of the... One of the planet's features that she missed the most while she was at Port um, Hayleap. Okay, so, that's um. Is that? I honestly lose track
2: with the High Republic characters. That's the senator's daughter, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay.
0: So, so yeah. So I mean, that's what all we know about Wicked Ball. So it could involve Ewok. So we don't, we don't know don't any know. rules. We don't, we don't know. <laughs> we don't don't know. know nothing about it apart from his name. Yeah. Like, it might involve a an Ewok having to, like, you know, crouch, you know, and make himself into some sort of ball, and then giant droids just kicking this Ewok around. <laughs> as possible.
1: Or
2: but... it could be that it's a sport that an Ewok has somehow become, like, galaxy champion of, and <laughs> our hero, Wicket, yes. was named after this yes. guy who was so good at Wicketball. ball. yes. That that's be... nicer than what you just said. Yes, no, I like that better. I, I you I want had to thought... see
0: droids kicking an Ewok <laughs> around? No, because my dog <laughs> looks like an Ewok. So, and my, my dog's middle name is Wicket. After all, so I do I appreciate Wicket. Um, so so yeah, so there's that. So yeah, that's Ball. So I mean, yeah, there's a whole actually there's a whole, a whole bunch of other sports. These were just some of the ones that either had interesting names or involved sand, and um and that I, or Wicket. <laughs> And that I want to talk about. Do you have any other sports on yes, your list? Yes. Okay. a sport,
2: the first sport I thought of when we decided we were doing this last night, uh-huh. I I can't remember whether I've ever mentioned this on the show or not before. I think I have. Is blob racing? Blob. Blob. Okay. B L O B. Blob, blob <laughs> okay. racing. So we have so pod in the, racing. We know pod racing. Yep. So and it's in blob the. Racing. It's from okay. the Jedi Academy trilogy in Legends by Kevin J. Anderson. And Lando and Luca undercover trying to, you know, hunt out new force users. And they're basically blobs, you know, gelatinous, uh-huh. formless blobs. Blob. Yes. That have to go through like some obstacle course, squeeze themselves into all shapes, but, you know, they're kind of spurred on oh. by electrical shocks to get in there. And, you know, it's all bets on which blob wins.
0: First. Yeah. I I I feel like a, these blobs could be sort of like related to the gooths in a way. Like goof, <laughs> maybe they could be. Gooths are go, maybe like the gooths are like blobs that were pricked with electricity a little bit too much and then they develop little tentacle things. I, I think they...
2: blobs blobs are more, you know, complete completely formless. Exactly. Well, yeah. you know, it's just you know like those tubs of slime you can get. Yeah. It's it's that. You know, but no you... spine, no bones, no skin—just right. blobs of slime.
0: But you poke it with electricity. But Lando enough. was really
2: into it because obviously he's a massive gambler.
0: Yeah. Oh, Lando was into into blob yeah. racing. He took Luke to the blob racing. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, blob racing—that's great. Um, but then you also
2: other... get things like um, the Fathia Racing from Last Jedi. Uh huh. There's a, a tiny vignette in. One of the Thrawn trilogy source books. I couldn't tell you which book it was gone from. Called a day at the races, and it's it. So these vignettes I talk about, they're really really short, like a couple of paragraphs. But yeah, it's basically Hannon layer on date day mm-hmm. before the events of the Thrawn trilogy, after the events of whatever else. So right before the kids are born, just a really nice day out at the races. Yeah, you know, and it's it's nice to always see these little vignettes capturing the characters that we know from the books. Yeah. off screen in you know times of relative peace
0: yeah no i mean that's that's when we're looking at at sporting events that's what i i found a lot of racing events and that's why i yeah. didn't really want to talk about pod racing or anything like that because that's like more like expected um but you know you mentioned you said blob racing was from the jedi academy books yes so i an- there is another sporting events that is mentioned in the jedi academy books which is a lightsaber fencing tournament. So we got lightsaber fencing. Is, so. it, is that something
2: that Luke does in his academy? Um, or just mentions But it was something that
0: used to happen? It's a tournament that is held at, at the time of the Jedi Academy, and it just allows Padawans to test their newly acquired skills. So, yeah, I mean, it's just sort of like a, just for the students themselves to to uh I wonder, participate oh, in this.
2: i'm trying to think is there a thing where um is that one where like gantoris took it too far I'm i don't sure know there might have been i a, haven't I'm read the sure jedi academy i'm <laughs> sure there
0: might have been a thing <laughs> it's possible <laughs> yeah um, very possible all right so trev um also because we're talking about racing then yes like you said there's there's a lot of racing ev- events and that happen when at times of peace so one of yes. the ones that is canonized and mentioned in a lot of the books is The Five sabers. Do you remember The Five sabers?
2: That's the... That's the, like, uh, Starship Race. Is that from... Was that from the first Han Solo miniseries?
0: I... Am... No, that's
2: the Dragon... The Dragon-something race. Mm-hmm. When he... Yeah, that's the whole point of that story. Um... Okay, I'm guessing it's not that because you haven't no. agreed and told me that it is. So.
0: <laughs> as far as I know, it's not. But okay. Five Sabres, um, Han Solo did oversee one of them on uh, 28 ABY. And the Five Sabres, this is mentioned in on Bloodline. It's mentioned right, Okay. On... Yes, and so, yeah. I also on, remember, Phasma, remember. on Phasma as well.
2: I can't remember the name of a character but there's a character in Bloodlines who also showed up in a short story from a cider called Scorched Ooh. and this particular race because it it must be like really high gravitational pulls or something it basically really mucks up your bloodstream and gives you some sort of disease. Really? And she'd contracted this because Oh yes, of the race. I remember that. I remember yeah. that. I remember that. So that character had um, that was discussed in Bloodlines. Yes, but that event was covered in the short story Scorched.
0: I see. So yeah, so there's it's in, on Bloodline, it's on Phasma, Star Wars Resistance, they mention it, and also in the Last Jedi, Cobalt Squadron, they all mention. Oh, okay. Five Sabers. The fi- Five Five Sabers itself is it's a it's a, it was a prestigious uh, piloting championship held on Theron. And it comprises—it's comprised of five stages. There's the atmospheric dash, then followed by the orbital sprints, the lunar lunar relays, then the sunlight relays, and then the hyperspace orienteering. See, I—I'd watch this. I'm already yeah. intrigued. <laughs> yeah, you're into like <laughs> Formula One. This is yeah. definitely right up your current. But with all interest. weather conditions. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's that's the five savers. Um, all right. We also have Trev. This one, this one's this one's really fun. This is called okay. the Cochelle Burrow Runs. Right. So, I, if I it's in Cochelle, no oh. why have I chosen this? Oh, it's
2: got to be a leppy. Exactly. This is a leppy. Is, is this a rabbit
0: run? It's a rabbit run. (laughs) It's a rabbit run. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, So this is actually mentioned in Duke of Jedi Lost, apparently. Okay. Well, of course. Of course. (laughs) Kevin Scott. Of course it is. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, it just says that it's a racing event in which the Lepi racer Thrar participated using a ground churner. A what? Ground churner. Is that just a plow? (laughs) I
2: don't know, man. It's something that churns the ground. It's yeah, a plow.
0: Guess, yeah, it's just like so the just... slowest race ever. <laughs> yeah. it's a rabbit. I don't know. It's rabbit they're, running. It's like... <laughs> they're, they're,
2: they're plowing and they're cultivating yeah, them at the same
0: yeah. time. So that's the cochelle burrow runs. Um... Just imagine
2: them farmer rabbits now with their <laughs> plows and
0: tractors. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, I got two more for you. Okay. Um, this one. This one's. A, I'm so a,
2: glad you did research. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so this one is called the annual Batu Hollow Chess Tournament. So you were asking earlier if chess is and yeah. will be considered a sport. So I said yes because yeah, we do have the annual Batu Hollow Chess Tournament. Um, have you heard of this?
2: No, but I remember like the game that they play in A New Hope is called mm-hmm. digjaric with the mm-hmm. uh, the little creatures on the table. The, but it's like, always specified that that's a hollow chess board.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So is the hollow chess just Digjaric?
0: That's a good I don't question. It, it might be. It it yeah. might be. Yeah. I
2: I think I need to find this out right this second as we yeah. we'll I always have book open in the background. So <laughs> is hollow chess just digjarek, or I'll are they two it different up. games?
0: So while you look it, it is Digjaric is, is, is hollow
2: chess. It's yes. the same thing. They're they the same up. game.
0: So, the annual. And that that's you why you can tournament. go to a
2: shop in Galaxy's Edge and buy a whole Dijaric yeah. set of creatures.
0: So, yeah, so they, this is from Galaxy's Edge, the, the tournament. And, um, yeah, they hold this every year, apparently. And this is, I think you can just listen to it on the radio when you're in, uh, in, in Galaxy's Edge. You oh, really? Yep. Yeah. So, this is one of these sort of like recorded things that uh, plays in the background, perhaps.
2: Oh see you no know, stuff like that is that's what I love. So
1: mm-hmm.
2: now I'm going to be hunting down like are there original commentaries of yeah. an in universe holo chess match.
0: There there are now that's what I want. There's there's a commentator and everything on it, so there's there's the ra- the radio station to talk but, about But How that. can I
2: get it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, I, I cannot give you that answer. That I that I don't know, my friend. But all I can say is that there is, uh, yeah, that it exists and that it is uh, through the radio at Galaxy's Edge. Oh, so, that's a
2: whole new... I didn't realize there was a radio station. Mm-hmm. I thought we just played music. That's a whole no. new rabbit hole that I'm about to fall <laughs> down.
0: Well, I'm glad that God. I introduced you to that. Now, the last one here that I have, Trev... Yes. Um, this one is the 12th Selassie Interzonal's Challenge Match. Okay. So, <laughs> where is this from, Chip? Um, I, I, I don't know, Jose. <laughs> <laughs> this is from Galadinium's Fantastic Technology. Yes. Uh. Yep, so that's mm. West End Games.
2: That's okay. uh, one, one of those year. source books. Uh, I'm going to go with... That's a fairly earlyish, early to mid. I'm going to go with 89. No, nope. newer than no. that. More than that. So mm-hmm. 91? More. 93? 95. Oh, okay, I'll weigh out, man. Um, <laughs> but you know but what it is. is. You know, you know Galadians. Yeah, this is one is of those source Every now and again, they do ones that weren't based around adventure modules. They were just mm-hmm. an excuse to introduce new gadgets or concepts to the game. And that's what this was. So it has a universe, in universe story of it being some guy's black market catalogue. Mm-hmm. Uh, going, right, here you go, you can buy all these bits of tech that may have not been introduced in Star Wars before, which yeah. then, you know, writers would have seized on the news of MMS stories. Um, that's what it is. Never heard of a sport.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, a the they, sporting they're... event. All that they say about the sport, and this sounds pretty interesting too, but it is—it's um, a gladiator walker contest. So I'm a imagining like walker. Yeah. So imagine, so there's not I, a walking
2: I, gladiator, a gladiator no like like, like like you're a like a really ATS slow team. power walk.
0: Like you're on an oh, ATS Oh, Right, uh, okay, okay. Designed like, as a Skywalkers. Right. That okay. type of walker. Okay. So um, so yeah, so we know that there's two characters called uh Madrix Hanser and Jandri Garn. They participated in a match of uh, within this uh, the Interzonals challenge match, <laughs> the Zelasi okay. Interzonals. And it ended in a draw because both walkers were very badly damaged.
2: So. I mean, you do see those sort of um, gladiator games turn up quite a lot. They turn up in the the droids cartoon. They oh, yeah. turn up in one of the... I can't remember wh- whether it was in one of the Marvel issues or one of the Star Wars Weekly UK issues hmm. where Han is basically forced to fight Chewie in a gladiator contest, wow. which is never going to go well no um whatever well i mean they kind of were forced
0: to fight also in the solo movie yeah it's very similar to that yeah so that's sort of like a yeah a bit of a a nod perhaps to to all the (laughs) gladiatorial matches that happen within this universe
2: but you can imagine with you know we we know that the star wars galaxy kind of embraces the whole of civilization from you know stone age to Older and and everything in between, so you can yeah. imagine there's going to be a, quite a bit of pit fighting. Oh yeah. At some oh, yeah. point.
0: Oh yeah. So so yeah, Trevor. I mean, that's that's all I have on my end. I mean, there's what's interesting is that there's a whole lot more, and I'm sure we could even do sports too, like episode. We, to we, we talk probably about probably else. So I th- I think maybe we need to um we'll reach
2: out to our to our patrons and our loyal archivists and say right. What sports would you like to hear us talk about? (laughs) And let them do the work for us. Uh, (laughs) That's kind of where I'm going with that. But the the one thing I want to talk about that we haven't talked about is pod racing. Yeah, You know, I mean, yes. Pod racing was a massive deal. Mm -hmm. And so let me just reel off some of the places where pod racing happens. So we see pod racing in episode one. Yes. There's no less than three different pod racing video games so you've got episode one racer you've got okay. racer revenge which is set a few years after where anakin now a padawan decides okay. to carry on pod racing um and then there's a purely arcade only episode racer uh you've also got one of the jedi quest books where anakin is still pod racing but that kind of leads to garbage pit racing which is a Mm -hmm. very similar thing, but in like Underbelly of Coruscant. But they eventually banned pod racing, which leads to swoop racing. So swoop racing existed before pod racing in real world. Mm -hmm. So you see it in uh, Shadows of the Empire. It's talked about in the Han Solo trilogy by AC Crispin. It's talked about in Dengar's short stories from the tales from books. And you kind of have they had to make an in-universal, out-of-universal, Uh, reference for why pod racing stopped existing and then swoop racing did. And they kind of went with, well, they made pod racing illegal because it was so dangerous, but also because humans couldn't do it, Mm -hmm. it wasn't as popular in the empire. So the whole kind of anti-alien racist thing. So let's go with swoop racing where humans can be the top of the game um so yeah so that's a big massive sport uh and pod racing also go, goes back way 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 before uh phantom of although you do see swoop not pod racing in the knights of the old republic video game
0: yeah well uh and trev like now you're talking about like anakin it just I, it reminded me of one of the newer novels uh brotherhood and in there anakin is he follows a and like, and Obi Wan has like no interest in it or something. Do you remember that at all? Or
2: no, no. I, I've read Brotherhood, but yeah, not not of a lot of it. The details have sat with me.
0: Yeah, no, so I know. So there was a moment where I think Obi Wan is trying to infiltrate. Um, if I remember correctly, he was trying to infiltrate something, and when because it's pretty early on, and then um, or it's when he goes on his own. I don't know. I forget exactly what happened, but I know that. Anakin was, like, there. I think he was in a cantina and he was, like, watching the game. And then he was also just telling, like, Obi-Wan, like, what's happening in the game or something so that Obi-Wan could kind of, like, fit in better. I can't remember exactly. But apparently, this game is very much like Blitzball from Final Fantasy X.
2: Oh, yes. So, basically, he was watching either Gravball or anti Anti-Gravball. Or anti-grav-ball. <laughs> De- depending <laughs> on which description yeah. of the sport you read
0: yeah so i mean it's yeah it's underwater hockey played as a you know that's that's blitzball it's like kind of like water hockey so that's sort of how it's like mike chen who wrote this he said that this is basically what he was envisioning
2: oh okay writing
0: it. so so he was very much taking that as a reference and i have the i have a screenshot of him, of him tweeting that this is what it's well, kinda like.
2: What we now know is that based on our conversation earlier in this episode yes. about what anti or grav, not anti ball could look like, he was on exactly the same page as us. Yeah. He was yeah, trying to no. figure us in his head and went exactly You know what? Final Fantasy X. That's yeah. what we're talking.
0: Yeah. So
1: But
2: anyway, going back to going back to Pod Racing. Yeah. I do have a bit of a surprise.
0: Oh, okay. Fantastic.
2: So, I have reached out to an old contact of mine.
0: <laughs> oh, no. Yep. Is is this like when you... Tr- okay, no, tell me about your... What, I don't know where you're going with this.
2: So, I mean, I've, I've reached out to an old Troig friend of mine. Fodes and bead Energy. Uh-huh. You may recognize them, them most as Fode and Bede. Uh-huh. Popular for commentating on pod racer games races throughout the galaxy so you've seen them you've seen them in phantom menace you've seen them there commentating on the race i reached out and said listen i want to know more about the pod racers that you're most familiar with you know you've worked in those circles for a long time yeah you must know some juicy gossip right yeah so yeah he he recorded some stuff for us he told us about you know the equipment they use their, their hobbies, even their favourite foods.
0: Oh, yeah. That's definitely stuff we want to know about. Like, what what, what what is Anakin's, like, favourite meal? Like, it, young Anakin. Exactly.
2: That's exactly right. So... Yeah, what
0: it, what was he into? Like, I don't know. Padme? So this kind of... Sand? <laughs> he eating sand? sand. So he, I don't he know. He eats <laughs> sand. He,
2: he. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, I thought this could serve as our bedtime story. We've not done one in a while. Yeah, no, we so haven't. So you get so. to listen to the dulcet two-tones of faux <laughs> pho- <laughs> pho- Zimbead energy
1: it sure is lively in here huh bead? only on boba! well it looks like we've got a new player in from the outer rim welcome to the hut where the pod racers hang at name Soboba. favourite joke Knock knock. Dudoka. Jabba. Jabba Jabba, the hut's a great big mutt. <laughs> oh. Podracer, racer, collar, pandrat, plug F, mammoth. Favorite food, marooned swamp suckers. Ugh. Hobbies, cheating. Dislikes, everybody. Name. Ben Quaterneros, pod racer Balta Trabat BT310, favorite food Nabooian nerve knockers, hobbies antenna tickling tournaments, dislikes getting boo-boos, likes winning bets, favorite joke Knock knock. Doodoka. Toodle. Toodaloo. Toodaloo to you too. <laughs> oh. Name? Gazgano. racer? Ord Pedrovia. Favorite food? Zen Boogie milkshakes. Mm. Mm. Hobbies? Waving to his adoring fans. Dislikes da likes winning pod races. Favorite joke? Knock knock. Dudoka Yoda Yoda Yoda. Who Yodale? name Anakin Skywalker. Anakin Pod racer Radon Ulzer 620C. Favorite food? Panther Burgers. Boom, yum, yum. Hobbies? Inventing things. Dislikes? Subobe. Likes? Pod racing and pod made. Favorite joke? Knock knock. Dudoka. Anakin. Anakin? Ooh. Anakin, you can do. I can do better. <laughs> Whoa. Knocked <laughs> out <to laughs> as much fun as a barrel of jar jars and i think
0: that that probably would also classify as our other segment uh the batshit crazy whatever of the way because <laughs> uh, if you're bringing them in then uh it's yeah it's the same thing so um so guys uh our what is it Archiv arch- archivist archivists archivists, <laughs> archivists. but b- before we do that so uh-huh. let's just
2: Tell people where that came from. We can't have a batshit crazy without explaining the source. All right, so, go for it. There is a game. Uh, I mean, a game is a stretch. It's like a CD-ROM learning experience uh-huh. called um, Anakin's Speedway, which was released in in two thousand. Mm-hmm. And you know, there, there was a couple of them, including uh, Jar Jar's uh, Jar Jar's Journey. There's a oh so. I've got to talk about this briefly while I'm here, while uh-huh. this is on my mind. So I was doing some timeline work around this year and looking through a whole list of Star Wars video games that had ever existed. And there's one called Gungan Frontier, where essentially it's, it can only be set right after Phantom Menace, where Jar Jar invites Obi-Wan and Padme back down to Utagunga to help re-establish the ecosystem. You have to basically build your own fish tank. And just keep it alive. It's it's really odd. There's also one called Jabba Math, where Jabba the Hutt teaches you to do math. There's some weird stuff out there if you know where to look for it.
0: Yeah, especially when it comes to like junior stuff and learning stuff, which is like, yeah, that's pretty bizarre. We will just give the Um, license to anybody. mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, as long as it makes money, then go for it.
2: And um, it, it, I'm sure half the time I make these games just to think, in 10 years' time, Trev's going to find out about this, and it's going to blow his mind.
0: <laughs> this is exactly what they had in yeah. their mind. They're just thinking about what Trevor Davey is, exactly. uh, wanted to find out about. Some I'm, I'm living with nature. that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's your headcanon, and you're, totally, <laughs> you're, you're entitled to have your own headcanon. All right. Well, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed that little bit i <laughs> it, i mean it's 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 quite impressive how many
2: different variations there are on basically football just it's just football whether it's your football or our football i mean you'd call it soccer but
0: you're the ones who named it wrong um no And I, that's coming I, from a non-sporty person i i believe if you look at the history of your football it was originally called soccer
2: You've said this before and I still don't believe you, yes. but I also can't be to look it up. So
0: <laughs> So <laughs> But you know,
2: there are there are a lot of sports that I'm sure we've missed out on hundreds. So if there's a favorite Star Wars sport that we've missed, hit us up. We'll we'll yeah. try and include it
0: somewhere else down the line. No, I'm I'm pleasantly surprised that we were able to do a whole episode um, you know, we're over an hour on this and I only chose like five or six sports and five, um, five, sporting events, and this li- uh, the list that I found of different sporting events and, and things like it's a lot longer. So there's definitely a lot more that we could cover if people want it, um, or if we also have some other interviewee <laughs> not able to make it, we can always come back with yeah. sports again. It's
2: always good for a so, plan B. <laughs>
0: So so there's always that. Um, but anyways, yeah, this was a lot of fun, actually. For So for two people that don't regularly watch sports, I thought, Star Wars sports, hell yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> I think go team. Down. Yeah, um, especially if it's on an anti graph field with some goose. Um, <laughs> so, Trev, do you have anything else you want to talk about today? Uh, <laughs> Any more sports? No, I'm,
2: I'm all hyped up. I'm going to go get some pom-poms and... Start chanting for my favorite team.
0: Yeah. Yeah, please take a picture of yourself holding a pom pom. (laughs) (laughs) Uh all right, guys. Well, um if for some reason you haven't yet, yes, please make sure to join our Discord. I have a few things here that I will be yeah, we have some things for about sports that we will be sharing. Go team. (laughs) And <laughs> besides that, of course, it's a, you know, it's a very active community, um, in there. If you haven't joined it and they'll be talking about, you know, latest books, latest shows, movies, whatever, and you know, everything and anything star Wars. So go to utini.com slash discord and click the join now button. If you haven't done that yet. Also, as I've mentioned before, yeah. Support us by going to Patreon, support us by buying our merch. All of those links are on the Uteni website and also follow us on Twitter. Uh, trev what is our twitter handle and what is your handle
2: we are at sw archives pod
0: and i am at davy todd yes and i am at DJoxy, so you can find us there find us on discord so go hit us up and talk to us trev thank you very <laughs> much for talking sports thank today. you jose <laughs> for Thanks. doing the research so i didn't have to we should make no, a habit of this yeah, no, I, I no, this, this took me back to some, yeah, some of our other episodes, older episodes where it was just more of like me bringing a random thing up and then you just trying to remember <laughs> off the cuff without doing any research, which I think, you know, it's, it's good. I like. Hey, it, it turns out it works. Who knew. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah, thank you, Trev. Thank you to our Patreon members for supporting us and making this show possible. And thank you, dear listeners/slash archivists, for continuing to hear us talk about anything and everything Star Wars. And with that, I can now say, radio out. Una. <laughs>
1: no hatred there is joy there is no division there is union there is no apathy there is passion there is no gatekeeping there is community this is the utini star wars fan code embrace it live by it and above all trust in the living force that's all for this week join our community and surround yourself with like-minded fans by visiting us online at utini.com Until next time, may the Force be with you.